This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Today's Bible reading is taken from the book of Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel chapter 37. And I read in Jesus' name. The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by his spirit, and set me down in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. He led me all around them. There was a great many of them on the surface of the valley, and they were very dry. Then he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? I replied, Lord God, only you know. He said to me, Prophesy concerning these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord God says to these, to these dry bones. I will cause breath to enter you, and you will leave. I will put tendons on you, make flesh grow on you, and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you, so that you come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded. While I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. As I looked, tendons appeared on them, flesh grew, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. He said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man. Say to it, This is what the Lord God says, Breath, come from the four winds, and breathe into this slain, so that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. And the breath entered them, and they came to life and stood on their feet as a vast army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Look how they say, Our bones are dried up, and our hope has perished. We are cut off. Therefore, prophesy and say to them, This is what the Lord God says. I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them, my people, and lead you into the land of Israel. You will know that I am the Lord, my people, when I open your graves and bring you up from them. I will put my spirit in you, and you will leave, and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I have spoken, and I will do it. This is the declaration of the Lord. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, take a single, a single stick and write on it, belonging to Judah and the Israelites associated with him. Then take another one, take another stick and write on it, belonging to Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and all the house of Israel associated with him. Then join them together into a single stick, so that they become one in your hand. When your people ask you, won't you explain to us what you mean by these things? Tell them, this is what the Lord God says. I am going to take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and the tribes of Israel associated with him, and put them together with the stick of Judah. I will make them into a single stick, so that they become one in my hand. When the sticks you have written on are in your hand and in full view of the people. Tell them, 
This is what the Lord God says. I am going to take the Israelites out of the nations where they have gone. I will gather them from all around and bring them into their own land. I will make them one nation in the land and on the mountains of Israel. Then one king will rule over them. They will no longer be two nations and will no longer be divided into two kingdoms. They will not defile themselves anymore with their idols, their abhorrent things and all their transgressions. I will save them from all their apostasies by which they sinned. I will cleanse them. Then they will be my people and I will be their God. My servant David will be king over them and there will be one shepherd for all of them. They will follow my ordinances and keep my statutes and obey them. They will live in the land that I, ha that I gave to my servant Jacob where their fathers lived. They will live in it forever with their children and grandchildren and my servant David will be their prince forever. I will make a covenant of peace with them. It will be a permanent covenant with them. I will establish and multiply them and will set my sanctuary among them forever. My dwelling place will be with them. I will be their God and they will be my people. When my sanctuary is among them forever, the nations will know that I, the Lord, sanctify Israel. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Eternal Rock of Ages, our Lord and our God, we thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the miracle of sleeping and waking up. We thank you, O oh God, for your mercy and your grace. We thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for all the things that you do for us. Thank you for who you are to us. Thank you for being our shield, our comfort, our strength, our hope for tomorrow. Father, Lord God Almighty, this morning we come again to learn at your feet. We ask that you teach us, Father. Make us teachable, Father. Open our hearts to receive your word. Open the eyes of our understanding. Open our ears to hear you clearly. Remove every spirit of fear and doubt in the name of Jesus. O oh God, Holy Spirit, we pray that your word, which we have heard today, Lord, will find its place in our lives. In Jesus' name. Father, I commit myself to your evil hands as I speak your word. Fill me up, Lord. Speak to me and speak through me, O oh God, and let the glory come to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, so children of God, we just read um, Ezekiel chapter 37, and um, he was talking about, the first part of it was talking about the valley of the dry bones, where um, God took Ezekiel to the valley, a valley that was full of dry bones. Praise the Lord. Yeah, it wasn't in the valley that was full of dry bones. And the Lord began to speak to him to say, first of all, he asked him, can these bones leave? Isn't that amazing? That the one, <laughs> praise God, the one who knows everything, who knows all, the all-knowing, all-powerful God would ask a mere mortal a question. Praise the Lord. God tests our intelligence sometimes. He tests our intelligence. He wants to know how much you know him. He wants to know how much faith you have in him. You know, he knows you. He knows he knows already before he asks you. And that's why I mean the word says, Ask and it shall be given unto you. 
I often ponder why do I have to ask if you know what I need. When I was a young, you know, a young born again, a young Christian, I would ask if you already, if God already knows what I need, why do I have to ask again? But he says, you should ask. You need to ask. Ask and you will receive. Praise the Lord. Yours is the asking. His part is to do according to his word. Amen. So here God is asking Ezekiel, tell me, son of man, can these bones leave? Can these bones leave? And Ezekiel smartly replied, God, you know. You know, Lord, you are you are the all-knowing God. There is nothing that is, you know, that you're not aware of. So you know, you tell me, God. <laughs> you tell me. Well, can these bones leave? And God said to him, Prophesy. Prophesy concerning these bones. And say, Hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says. I will cause breath to enter you, and you will leave. And I will put tendons on you and make flesh grow on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you so that you come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Powerful. Powerful. Now, God could have just done this without Ezekiel saying it. He could have just, you know, done, put breath on the bones, bring the bones together, put tendons on them and all of that. Without Ezekiel, Ezekiel didn't have to do it for those bones to come alive. But this is to tell you the place of man in the scheme of things. There's power in the word. You see that he started by saying, prophesy, say, hear the word of the Lord. There's power in the word. The word of God in your mouth is as powerful as the word of God in his mouth. I'll say that again. The word of God in your mouth is as powerful as the word of God in his mouth. And this is the demonstration of that. God could have just said, dry bones, you know, get up and leave and just put his breath upon them. He's the one who created the heavens and the earth. And he says, let there be light and there was light. You know, let, let there be land and sea and every, the firmament, divide, you know, everything. He created the heavens and the earth. It came to be without no questions asked. Praise the Lord. You know, so he could have done the same thing here. But this is a demonstration of the, the place of man in the scheme of things. God needs you to speak the word. God needs us to speak the word. This is a demonstration of the power that we have when we speak the word. There's so much power in you when you know the word, when you speak the word. Praise the name of the Lord. And as Ezekiel started to prophesy upon the dry bones, they came together, the Bible says they came together bone to bone and tendons begin to grow on them and flesh cover them, praise the Lord. And you know, they came back and he said, prophesy. And God said to him again, prophesy to the breath, prophesy son of man, 
That's God charging him, encouraging him. In verse 9, he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man. Say to it, this is what the Lord God says, Breath come from the four winds and breathe into this slain, so that they may live. This is God charging Ezekiel. Praise the Lord. And in the same way, he's telling you, Say to this sickness, get away from me. Say to this temptation, I am bigger than you. I am more than a conqueror. Say to that fear, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Say to that mountain, that obstacle, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Say to that situation, I am who God says I am. I am the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. You have to equip yourself with the word of God. You have to know what the word of God says. You have to build up your faith to the level where your, your word, your, you begin to see an alignment of the word of God in your life. I had, a fanta- I had a fantastic preaching yesterday and the man of God was talking about alignment, different levels of grace, and then how you build up your faith and it's in alignment. Your faith gets to that level where you begin to see the raw power, the raw demonstration of the word of God. The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is what moves mountains. Absolute faith. Absolute faith. Ezekiel could have said, oh God, you know I'm just a man and you were God. You know, why don't you just say it? But no. He had the faith. The faith came upon him. And he, he spoke the word. And as he was speaking the word, it was coming to pass. The word of God in your mouth, child of God, is as powerful as the word of God in his own mouth. Because his word never falls to the ground. It is written. It is written. You have to face your day saying it is written. The sun shall not smite me by day, neither by the moon by night. It is written. I am healed. I am healed. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. It is written. Whatsoever my heavenly father has not planted in my body will be uprooted it is written speak child speak the word of god that's where the power is speak the word with boldness speak the word the word of god is right there in your hands and thank god for technology right now you have it on your phone but you need to take it from there from those devices and put it in your heart Put it on your lips. Know what the word of God says concerning every situation. Because for every situation of life, there's a word that addresses that. There is a word that addresses that. Praise the name of the Lord. And so when, you know, um, 
Ezekiel spoke to those bones as he had been commanded. They came to life. A whole army. A whole army came back to life. By the words that was spoken. The word of God that was spoken by a mere mortal. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this also tells us. This also tells us the power, the power of God, the kind of God that we serve. And I love, I love the way God just, you know, showcases His power. He says here in verse fourteen, "I will put My Spirit in you, and you will live, and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord." I love that. I love that when God says, speaks a word, and then he says, you will know, so that you will know that I am the Lord. So that you will know that I am the Lord. That is a seal. That is a stamp. That is a seal. You know when you go to like um, offices or you go to a court or something and you get a stamp, you get a seal? That's what this is. This is God's seal on his word. I will do this, 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 and this, so that you will know that I am the Lord. His glory, he says, he shares with no man. There is nothing that is too hard for God to do. We serve a great and powerful God. We serve a God that is bigger than any situation. Any situation. Praise the name of the Lord. Dry bones. Who could have thought that bones that were dead, deader than dead, dried up? You know what it means to dry up? Dry bones. No chance of coming coming back together. The flesh on them had already decayed. Decayed and gone. Nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing was left on them. Just dry bones. And they came back to life by the word of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. If God can do this, is there anything, anything that he cannot do? There's absolutely no hope of redemption for dry bones. It's an indication of hopelessness. Dead situation, hopelessness like that. It can never be. It can't. Dry bone is gone. If someone dies, there's hope that the person can be revived. Medical intervention or prayers. You can pray and, the, you know, God can have mercy and bring the person back to life. It happens. It happens every time, everywhere, every day. But when the bones, the flesh is all decayed and been eaten up and the bones have become dry, what hope is there? That is an indication of hopelessness. It's dead. It's dry but it came alive by the power of the word of God and that tells us something this morning that tells us that no matter the situation you're facing right now no matter the trouble no matter the concern that you have it is not beyond God it is not beyond God God can still restore. If he can make the dry bones come back to life, 
and raise an army, he can restore that situation. He can restore you no matter how far you are from him. No matter what you've done in your past. He's a God of restoration. He's a God of restoration. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing, that he cannot do. There's absolutely nothing that he cannot do. Praise the name of the Lord. And that's a big lesson for us to learn today. The other part of the portion we just read was talking about um, God reuniting Israel. And then he said to him, when your people ask you, what does this mean? Wouldn't you explain to us what this means? Bringing two sticks together and putting them together to become one. He said to them, tell them that I'm going to take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and the tribes of Israel associated with him, and put them together with the stick of Judah. I will make them into a single stick so that they become one in my hand. And this is just what God was um, explaining to him there. Praise the Lord. Uniting the tribe of Judah and that of Israel. Bringing them together and forgiving their sins. He says there will no longer be two nations. I will no longer be divided into two kingdoms. They will not defile themselves anymore. That's a God of mercy. That's a God of mercy. He says he will forgive their sins. He will forgive their acts, all their transgressions, everything. He says, then they will be my people and I will be their God. Praise the Lord. That's a God of mercy. Because we know all the things that the Israelites did. They were stiff-necked people, the Bible recalls. Praise the Lord. But God forgave all their sins and united them. That's a God of mercy. Not only is he a God of restoration, he's also a God of mercy. He's a God of a second chance. He's a God who forgives. Praise the Lord. And I believe there's someone out there who needs to hear this. The devil might be lying to you that you know, oh my, you've done so much. You've done so many terrible things that God can never forgive you. God can never accept you. Or you don't have the power, you don't you don't have the power to say things and let it come to pass. You don't have, you know, just tells you so many lies that you begin to doubt yourself. I've come to tell you this morning that none of that is true. None of that is true. If he can raise dry bones to come alive, he can restore any situation. He can restore any situation if you just Give it to him. Hand it over to him. No matter how far along you've gone in your sinful nature, we are all sinners. He says here that he will unite Israel and Judah and forgive all their sins and, and make them one nation. He can do that for you as well. He can forgive you all your sins. Unite, unite you. He can bring you back. He can bring you back into the kingdom. He can forgive you your sins. And he will be your God and you will be his child. This is what the Lord wants for us. This is pleasing to the Lord. This is God's original plan for us. For us to live together, live in peace, good health, long life and prosperity. Because he's a good God. He's a kind God. 
Praise the name of the Lord. So this morning I charge you, I charge you, child of God, to speak the word. I charge you to speak the word. Speak the word, whatever it is. Speak the word. You can change situations by the power of the word. You can change situations. Things happen when you speak the word. And may we, may we begin to experience we will begin to experience the undiluted power of God in our everyday lives. So much so that our light continues to shine, begins to illuminate the world around us. And people look at the things we do by speaking the word of God. People look at the results we get, the things that are happening around us. And they want to come to the knowledge of God and say, oh, show me who this your God is. And let him be my God too. That will be our testimony in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, eternal rock of ages, we thank you, O Lord, for today. We thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for the power that we have in your word. Thank you for reminding us who we are in you. Thank you for reminding us again, Father, that the word of God in our mouth is as powerful as you speak in the word. Lord, we take our positions in you. And we begin to declare the word of God over every situation of our lives, over every, every circumstances, over every problem, over everything, every concern of our hearts. We begin to declare your word. And as we do so, <laughs> signs and wonders begin to pop up. We begin to see results, Father, undeniable results in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. May these words that we have heard today fall, Father into the deeper parts of our heart, of our soul. Let it be implanted, O oh God, in our spirit, man. Let it never leave us. Let, let us never forget who we are in you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, there you have it, child of God. Go out there and conquer your world. Go out there and speak the word of God. Know that you are empowered. You are empowered with the word of God. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Have a good day. Bye-bye.